In a small village nestled within a kingdom shrouded in perpetual snow, Finn, a young blacksmith known for his rugged features and unwavering determination, worked tirelessly in his forge. The forge, a modest stone structure with a thatched roof, was the heart of the village, providing tools and weaponry necessary for survival in the harsh winter. On a particularly frigid morning, Finn was engrossed in his work, crafting a sword for the village guard. He pumped the bellows, intensifying the forge's flames, and the metal glowed red-hot under his expert hammering. His brow was furrowed in concentration, sweat mingling with the soot on his face, despite the cold air that seeped through the cracks of the forge. As he hammered the blade, shaping its edge, a strange sensation began to stir within him. It was a warmth unlike any he had felt before, emanating from deep within his core, pulsing in rhythm with his heartbeat. Distracted by this unfamiliar feeling, Finn barely noticed a stray spark flying from the anvil. The spark, tiny and seemingly harmless, drifted towards a nearby tree. The tree, a sturdy oak that had withstood many winters, was dry and brittle from the relentless cold. As the spark made contact, something extraordinary happened. Instead of fizzling out, the spark erupted into a vibrant flame, rapidly engulfing the tree. Startled by the sudden blaze, Finn dropped his hammer and rushed outside, his hands outstretched in a futile attempt to douse the flames. But as his hands neared the fire, a remarkable event unfolded. The flames seemed to dance towards his touch, and where Finn's hands passed, the fire receded, as if controlled by his movements. In awe, Finn watched as the fire dwindled under his command, eventually extinguishing, leaving the tree charred but the village safe. He looked down at his hands, now glowing with a soft, ember-like light. The warmth inside him surged once more, brighter and more potent, and Finn felt a surge of energy coursing through his veins. The villagers, alerted by the smell of smoke, gathered around, their eyes wide with a mix of fear and wonder. They murmured amongst themselves, casting glances at Finn, who stood motionless, his gaze fixed on his glowing hands. Finn, overwhelmed by the sudden turn of events, realized that this was no ordinary occurrence. There was something within him, a power that was both exhilarating and terrifying. He was no longer just Finn, the village blacksmith. He was something more, something extraordinary. With this realization, Finn knew his life would never be the same again. He was meant for a greater purpose, one that was inextricably linked to the unending winter that gripped his kingdom. With his newfound powers burning within him, Finn set out in search of answers. His journey led him to the outskirts of the village, where an old sage resided in a solitary hut hidden amongst the twisted, snow-laden trees. This sage was known throughout the village as a keeper of ancient knowledge, a recluse who spoke in riddles and saw beyond what ordinary eyes could see. The sage's hut was a curious structure made of aged wood and stone, with countless herbs and talismans hanging from the low ceiling. As Finn entered, a musty scent of dried leaves and old books filled the air. He found the sage sitting cross-legged by a flickering fire, his long white beard nearly touching the ground, and his eyes, a piercing blue, seemed to shine with an inner light. Without a word, the sage beckoned Finn to sit across from him. The young blacksmith, feeling a mix of apprehension and curiosity, complied. The sage peered intently at Finn, his gaze lingering on the faint glow still emanating from Finn's hands. The flames reveal more than heat, young one. The sage finally spoke, his voice as old as the wind. They reveal destiny. Finn listened, his heart pounding as the sage began to unravel the threads of an ancient prophecy. The words seemed to echo from the very walls of the hut, speaking of a time long past when the world was not imprisoned in ice and snow. The prophecy told of a phoenix, a magnificent bird of fire and light, reborn in human form. This phoenix was destined to rise wielding power enough to end the eternal winter 
that cursed the kingdom. As the sage spoke, his hands trembled slightly as he reached for a tattered scroll resting atop a pile of ancient tomes. With great care, he unrolled the scroll, revealing an intricate depiction of a radiant bird of fire. Its wings spread wide, surrounded by a halo of flames. The image was mesmerizing, with vibrant colors that seemed to dance and flicker in the firelight. This, the sage said, pointing to the phoenix on the scroll, is the key to our salvation. You, Finn, are the phoenix reborn. Your arrival has been foretold for generations. Finn, overwhelmed by the gravity of the sage's words, felt a mix of disbelief and awe. The idea that he, a mere blacksmith, could be the embodiment of a creature from legend was almost too much to bear. Yet, the fire within him, now a part of him, could not be denied. It was as real as the cold that gripped the land and the hope that flickered in the eyes of the sage. As Finn left the sage's hut, clutching the ancient scroll, the weight of his destiny rested heavily on his shoulders. The eternal winter, the suffering of his people, and the possibility of change, all of it was now intertwined with his own fate. He knew he could not turn away from this path, for the fire within him was not just a gift, but a calling. A calling to bring back the warmth and light to a world trapped in an unending frost. As Finn made his way back from the sage's hut, the weight of the prophecy heavy on his mind, his path took him through a dense, snow-covered forest. The trees stood like silent sentinels, their branches heavy with ice. The sky above was a pale grey, casting a ghostly hue over the landscape. The air was bitingly cold, a constant reminder of the unrelenting winter that held the kingdom in its grasp. Suddenly, a deep rumbling echoed through the forest, sending a flock of birds scattering into the sky. Finn halted, his heart pounding, as the ground beneath his feet vibrated. From behind a large snowdrift, a massive creature emerged, its form towering and menacing. It was an ice monster, a being of legend said to roam the coldest regions of the kingdom. Its body was made entirely of ice, crystalline and sharp, with jagged spikes protruding from its hulking shoulders. Its eyes, deep and hollow, glowed with a chilling blue light. Finn's first instinct was to run, but he remembered the sage's words and the fiery power that now resided within him. He stood his ground facing the ice monster as it advanced towards him with heavy, thunderous steps. The air grew colder with each movement of the creature, its icy breath forming a mist around its head. Finn extended his hands, the glow of his inner fire brightening. He focused on the warmth coursing through him, the fiery energy that the sage had spoken of. As the ice monster raised a massive arm preparing to strike, Finn unleashed a burst of flame from his palms. The fire met ice in a spectacular display, steam hissing into the air as the monster's crystalline exterior began to melt. The ice monster roared, a sound that resonated through the forest, but Finn did not falter. He intensified the flames, feeling a surge of power and confidence he had never known before. The ice monster, now partially melted, struggled against the heat. Its movements became sluggish, the glowing blue in its eyes dimming. With a final, concentrated effort, Finn directed a powerful jet of flame directly at the creature's core. The ice monster let out one last roar before collapsing into a heap of water and steam, its form no longer discernible. Finn stood in the aftermath, panting, his hands still tingling with residual heat. He looked at the spot where the ice monster had fallen, now just a wet patch on the snow-covered ground. The realization of what he had just done hit him. He had faced a creature of legend and emerged victorious. His powers, the gift of the phoenix, were real and potent. This encounter was more than a test of his abilities. It was a clear sign of the path that lay ahead. The responsibility he carried was immense 
not just to control his powers, but to use them for the greater good of the kingdom. The battle against the Eternal Winter had truly begun, and Finn knew he was at the center of it. The prophecy was unfolding, and he was its harbinger. News of Finn's encounter with the ice monster traveled quickly through the village and beyond, spreading like wildfire across the snow-covered kingdom. Tales of a young blacksmith who wielded fire as a weapon against the creatures of Eternal Winter sparked a flicker of hope among the oppressed people. Among those who heard of Finn's feat was a group of rebels, a coalition formed from the shadows of the Frost Witch's tyrannical regime. This group was not just a band of fighters. They were survivors, each with their own story of loss and defiance. They had banded together with a single purpose, to overthrow the Frost Witch and restore freedom to their kingdom. The rebels had long sought someone with the capabilities to challenge the Witch's icy magic, and Finn's emerging powers made him an ideal ally. The rebels found Finn in his village, where the young blacksmith was still coming to terms with his newfound abilities. They were led by Callista, a fierce warrior with striking features and a prominent scar across her cheek, a souvenir from a previous encounter with the witch's minions. Callista was known for her unwavering resolve and her ability to inspire courage in even the most disheartened souls. Callista approached Finn with a proposition. She spoke of their shared goal, the liberation of their kingdom, and the end of the Frost Witch's reign. She explained how Finn's powers could be the key to turning the tide in their struggle. Finn listened, his resolve strengthening with every word. The thought of joining a rebellion had never crossed his mind, but now it seemed like the path he was destined to follow. Finn, recognizing the sincerity in Callista's eyes, and the determination in the voices of her companions, agreed to join their cause. The rebels welcomed him, seeing in him not just a powerful ally, but a symbol of hope, a beacon of warmth in their cold, bleak world. Together they planned their next steps. The rebels shared their knowledge of the Frost Witch's forces, her strongholds, and the suffering she had inflicted upon the land. Finn shared his encounter with the Ice Monster and his training with the Sage. They realized that their journey would be fraught with peril, but the chance to restore their kingdom's lost glory was worth any risk. As they prepared to leave, Finn took a moment to look back at his forge, a reminder of the life he was leaving behind. He was no longer just a blacksmith. He was a warrior in a fight against a formidable enemy. With the rebel group by his side, Finn set out on his new path, ready to face whatever challenges lay ahead in the quest to free their kingdom from the icy grip of the Frost Witch. Deep within the heart of the kingdom, shrouded in perpetual blizzards and ice, stood the Frost Witch's fortress. It was a towering structure of frozen spires and jagged ice, reflecting the dim light of the sun in a thousand shimmering hues. Inside this cold and merciless abode, the Frost Witch, a figure both feared and loathed across the land, dwelled in her throne room. The Frost Witch was tall and imposing, her presence commanding the very air around her to chill. She wore robes of shimmering ice that flowed around her like liquid, catching the light and casting eerie shadows on the walls. Her hair was as white as the snow outside, and her eyes, a piercing shade of silver, glowed with an unnatural light. Upon hearing rumors of a young man wielding fire against her minions, the Frost Witch grew furious. She had long ruled unchallenged, her powers of ice and snow keeping the kingdom in a state of fear and submission. The idea of a reborn phoenix, a being of fire and light, threatened her reign. With a wave of her icy hand, the Frost Witch summoned her minions. They emerged from the shadows, creatures of snow and ice, their forms both beautiful and terrifying. They were the embodiment of the winter's harshness, loyal only to the witch who had given them life. The Frost Witch addressed her minions in a voice as cold as the winds that howled outside her fortress. She spoke of Finn, the Phoenix Reborn, describing him as a threat that must be eliminated at all costs. 
Her words were a command, an irrevocable order that set into motion a series of events that would shake the very foundations of the kingdom. As her minions dispersed, the Frost Witch gazed into a large, clear block of ice that served as her window to the outside world. Through it, she could see the blizzard outside, the endless expanse of her icy domain. But her thoughts were on Finn, the first real challenge to her rule in centuries. The witch knew that Finn's powers, though still nascent, had the potential to undo her eternal winter, to melt away the foundation of her power. She could not allow that. The phoenix must be stopped, and she was determined to use all the resources at her disposal to ensure her reign continued unchallenged. As the witch's minions ventured out into the storm, spreading out across the kingdom to find and destroy Finn. The Frost Witch sat on her throne, her mind plotting and planning. She would not underestimate this phoenix reborn. He would be dealt with swiftly and decisively. For the Frost Witch, failure was not an option, and she was prepared to unleash the full fury of her icy magic to maintain her grip on the kingdom. In preparation for the inevitable confrontation with the Frost Witch and her minions, Finn understood the need to master his burgeoning powers. He sought the guidance of a renowned Fire Mage, a figure of legend in the realm of Pyromancy. This Fire Mage was said to dwell in solitude, atop a mountain untouched by the kingdom's eternal winter, a place where fire still danced freely. Finn's journey to the Fire Mage was arduous, he traversed steep, rocky paths, each step taking him higher above the snow-covered lands below. The air grew thinner, and the chill bit into his skin, but the inner warmth of his phoenix power kept him steadfast. Atop the mountain, he found the fire mage in a sanctum carved from volcanic rock, the air around it warm and inviting. The mage was a striking figure with long, fiery red hair that seemed to flicker and wave as though it were alight. Her eyes were a vibrant green, sharp and piercing, reflecting the flames that danced around her. The Fire Mage, upon seeing Finn, recognized the signs of the Phoenix reborn. She agreed to train him, understanding the gravity of his destiny. Her training was rigorous, focusing not only on the manifestation of fire, but on the control and discipline required to wield such power. She taught Finn to harness the fire within him, to shape it and direct it with purpose. The mage emphasized the importance of precision and restraint, warning Finn of the dangers of unchecked power. She guided him through complex exercises, each designed to refine his control and enhance his understanding of the elemental force he wielded. Finn learned to summon flames of varying intensity, from the smallest spark to a blazing inferno. He practiced channeling his fire through his breath and his movements, turning his body into an extension of his fiery will. The mage showed him how to create barriers of heat to ward off the cold and how to focus his fire into concentrated beams capable of cutting through ice. Under the fire mage's tutelage, Finn's confidence in his abilities grew. He became more adept, more in tune with the fiery essence that coursed through him. The training was exhausting, both physically and mentally, but Finn persevered, driven by the knowledge that his mastery over fire was key to defeating the Frost Witch. As his training neared its completion, the Fire Mage gave Finn a final piece of advice. She warned him that true strength lay not just in power, but in the wisdom to use it judiciously. She reminded him that fire, in its essence, was both a creator and a destroyer, and it was up to him to choose which path to follow. Finn left the Fire Mage's sanctum with a newfound sense of purpose and control. He descended the mountain, not just as a man with a gift, but as a warrior equipped with the knowledge and skill to confront the darkness that plagued his kingdom. The time to face the Frost Witch and her minions was drawing near, and Finn was ready to embrace his destiny as the Phoenix Reborn. Armed with enhanced control over his fiery abilities, Finn joined the rebels on a perilous journey to the frozen caves. According to ancient lore, these caves held vital clues to the location of the Sunstone. 
a mythical artifact believed to possess the power to break the Frost Witch's eternal winter. The journey to the frozen caves was a daunting endeavor. The caves were located in the heart of a desolate, icy wasteland, far from the relative safety of the village. This region was infamous for its relentless blizzards and treacherous terrain, a place where few dared to tread. Finn and the rebel group, led by the steadfast Callista, set out under the cover of a pale dawn. The cold was intense, biting through their cloaks and numbing their fingers. The landscape was a sea of white, the snow undisturbed except for the ghostly shapes of trees and rocks half buried under the drifts. As they journeyed deeper into the wasteland, the blizzards grew fiercer. The wind howled like a wild beast, whipping up snow into blinding clouds. Visibility was reduced to mere feet, making every step a gamble. The rebels huddled close, with Finn at the center, his phoenix warmth acting as a beacon in the cold and darkness. The terrain grew increasingly treacherous as they neared the caves. The ground was uneven, hidden beneath a deceptive layer of snow that concealed icy chasms and jagged crevices. Several times, members of the group narrowly avoided plunging into these hidden dangers, saved only by their companions' quick reactions. Despite the challenges, Finn's presence provided a much-needed source of warmth and light. His control over fire allowed him to melt paths through the ice and to create temporary shelters where the group could rest and regain their strength. His flames, a stark contrast to the surrounding white expanse, offered both physical warmth and a psychological boost to the group's morale. After days of gruelling travel, the rebels finally reached the frozen caves. The entrance was a gaping moor in the side of a snow-covered cliff its interior shrouded in darkness. The air here was still, the silence a stark contrast to the howling winds of the wasteland outside. Finn and the rebels ventured into the caves, their torches flickering in the still air. The walls glistened with ice, reflecting their lights in a kaleidoscope of colors. The caves were a labyrinth, with winding passages and echoing chambers, and the group had to navigate carefully to avoid becoming lost in the frozen maze. As they delved deeper, the air grew colder, a sign that they were nearing their goal. Finn could feel the power of the sunstone drawing nearer, a warmth that called to the fire within him. The rebels pressed on, determined to uncover the secrets of the caves and to find the key to ending the Frost Witch's reign once and for all. Deep within the labyrinthine expanse of the frozen caves, Finn and the rebel group encountered a formidable guardian. Blocking the passage to the innermost chamber where they hoped to find the sunstone was an ice dragon of legendary stature. The dragon was a magnificent and terrifying creature, its massive body covered in scales that shimmered like countless diamonds. It lay coiled, a serpentine behemoth with eyes that glowed a deep icy blue. Its breath exhaled a mist so cold it formed frost upon the ground, and icicles hung from its snarling maw like jagged teeth. The rebels halted in awe and fear, but Finn stepped forward. He knew this creature was the ultimate test of his control over the fire within him. Summoning his courage, he faced the dragon, his hands igniting with a fierce, blazing light. The dragon, sensing the heat of Finn's fire, uncoiled with a deafening roar that echoed through the caves. It lunged towards Finn, its massive jaws open wide. Finn reacted instinctively, sending a jet of flame towards the beast. The fire met the dragon's icy breath in a collision of elements, steam hissing into the air. The battle was a dance of fire and ice. The dragon whipped its tail, creating gusts of freezing wind that threatened to extinguish Finn's flames. Finn dodged and weaved, countering with bursts of fire, each attack melting away portions of the dragon's icy armor. Finn's training with the Fire Mage proved invaluable. He focused his fire into precise, concentrated blasts, targeting the dragon's vulnerabilities. The rebels, rallying behind Finn's bravery, provided support, distracting the dragon and aiding Finn's maneuvers. 
Despite its formidable strength, the ice dragon began to falter under the relentless assault. Scales melted away, revealing the creature's true form beneath. The dragon, now weakened, made a final, desperate attempt to overpower Finn. It reared back, gathering the frigid energy of the cave into one massive burst of icy breath. Finn, drawing upon every reserve of strength, unleashed the full fury of his phoenix fire. A brilliant, searing light filled the cave, clashing with the dragon's attack. In the climax of their confrontation, flames enveloped the dragon, consuming its icy form in a roaring inferno. As the light faded, the dragon lay defeated, its form dissolving into water and steam. The path forward was now clear. Finn, exhausted but triumphant, stood amidst the steam, his powers never more evident. The rebels gathered around him, their eyes reflecting a mixture of disbelief and admiration. With the Guardian of the Cave vanquished, Finn and the rebels ventured deeper, now unimpeded. The encounter with the Ice Dragon was more than a battle. It was a testament to Finn's growth as the Phoenix reborn. He had faced a creature of legend and emerged victorious, a clear sign that he was ready for the challenges ahead, including the inevitable confrontation with the Frost Witch herself. After the harrowing battle with the Ice Dragon, Finn and the rebel group continued their journey deeper into the frozen caves. The air grew colder and the light from their torches cast eerie shadows on the ice-covered walls. The path became more treacherous, winding through narrow passageways and over fragile ice bridges that groaned under their weight. Finally, they reached a cavern deep within the heart of the caves. This chamber was different from the others. It was vast, with a high ceiling from which hung massive icicles, like nature's chandeliers. The walls were smooth, as if carved by careful hands rather than the random work of nature. In the center of the cavern, Illuminated by a shaft of light that somehow found its way through the ice above, was a large stone plinth. Finn approached the plinth, his heart pounding with anticipation. Etched into the surface of the stone was a map. It was an intricate network of lines and symbols, carved with such precision that they seemed to shimmer in the torchlight. The map depicted the layout of the kingdom, but it was unlike any map Finn had ever seen. It was adorned with cryptic symbols and paths that twisted and turned in a complex maze. Finn and the rebels gathered around the map, their breath misting in the cold air as they studied it. The symbols were unfamiliar, a language of a bygone era. However, Finn felt a strange connection to it, as if the fire within him resonated with the ancient carvings. Callista, with her keen eye for detail, pointed out a series of markings that appeared to be a trail leading through the kingdom, ending at a location marked by a symbol of the sun. It was in a region none of them had ventured to, a place shrouded in myths and legends. They realized that this symbol represented the sunstone. The discovery of the map was a significant breakthrough, but it also raised new questions. The path it depicted was complex, and fraught with symbols that suggested challenges and trials. It was clear that reaching the Sunstone would not be a straightforward journey. Finn, however, remained undeterred. The Fire Mage's training had prepared him for challenges, and the battles he had faced had strengthened his resolve. He knew that the map was the key to finding the Sunstone and ending the eternal winter that held their kingdom captive. The group spent hours studying the map, memorizing its details and discussing the possible meanings of the symbols. Finn felt a sense of urgency. He knew that time was of the essence, and the Frost Witch's forces would not be idle. Back from the depths of the frozen caves, Finn and the rebel group gathered in a secluded cabin to plan their next course of action. The cabin, nestled in a dense thicket of frost-bitten trees, served as a temporary refuge offering a brief respite from the biting cold. Inside, maps and plans were spread across a large wooden table, lit by the flickering light of a few candles. The atmosphere was tense, with the weight of their mission hanging heavily in the air. They discussed the intricate map they had found, 
and debated the best route to the Sunstone's location. Finn, his eyes tracing the twisted paths marked on the map, felt a growing sense of determination. The end of their quest was in sight, but so were the challenges that lay ahead. As the group strategized, a subtle yet unnerving realization began to dawn upon them. Small discrepancies in their plans, previously overlooked, now seemed glaringly obvious. Supplies had gone missing, and there were unexplained absences among the group. Suspicion crept into the cabin, casting a shadow over the gathered rebels. Their attention turned to one member in particular, a quiet archer known for his exceptional skill and mysterious past. He had joined the group months ago, his origins unknown, but his prowess with the bow had quickly earned him a place among them. However, his often solitary nature and unaccounted moments began to paint a troubling picture. Confronted with mounting evidence and accusations, the archer's demeanor changed. The quiet, reserved figure they had known suddenly became defensive and evasive. Tension filled the room as the rebels realized the unsettling truth. They had been harboring the Frost Witch's spy in their midst. Before they could react, the archer made a swift and surprising move. With agility and skill honed from years of training, he knocked over the table, sending maps and candles flying. In the ensuing chaos, he dashed towards the door, loosing arrows to cover his escape. Finn and the others, taken aback by the sudden betrayal, quickly regrouped and gave chase. However, the archer knew the terrain well and used the cover of the dense forest to his advantage. Despite their efforts, he vanished into the night, leaving a trail of uncertainty and mistrust behind. The unmasking of the spy was a severe blow to the group. It was clear that the Frost Witch had been privy to their plans all along. The sense of urgency became even more pronounced as they knew the Witch would be preparing her defences. The betrayal also brought a new level of caution among the rebels. Trust, once freely given, was now tempered with vigilance. Finn, feeling the weight of responsibility more than ever, knew that they had to act fast. The path to the Sunstone was fraught with danger. And now, with the witch's eyes upon them, every step forward was a step into the unknown. The rebel group, with Finn at the forefront, journeyed through the treacherous terrain of the kingdom, moving ever closer to the location of the Sunstone. The betrayal of the archer had heightened their awareness, and they advanced with a mix of caution and urgency. The cold seemed to grow more biting as they ventured further, a constant reminder of the Frost Witch's pervasive influence. As they traversed a narrow pass between two towering cliffs of ice, an ominous chill filled the air, a cold that seeped into their bones and made the very ground beneath them frost over. A mist began to swirl around them, thickening until it obscured their vision, turning the world into a blur of white. From within the mist, a figure emerged, tall and imposing. It was the Frost Witch, her robes of ice flowing around her like a living entity. Her eyes glowed with a malevolent light, and her presence brought an oppressive cold that threatened to extinguish the flames of hope within the rebels. The Frost Witch, recognizing Finn as the prophesied Phoenix reborn, addressed him with a voice that was both mesmerizing and terrifying. She spoke of his futile efforts and the inevitability of her eternal winter. Her words were laced with power, causing the air to shimmer with icy energy. Without warning, she unleashed her magic, sending shards of ice hurtling towards the group. Finn reacted instinctively his training with the Fire Mage coming to the forefront. He extended his hands, and a wall of flame erupted from his palms, melting the ice shards into harmless steam. The battle that ensued was a clash of elemental forces. The Frost Witch wielded her ice magic with deadly precision, forming spears of ice, summoning blizzards, and creating razor-sharp blades of frost with a flick of her hand. Finn countered with bursts of fire, each flame-fueled attack illuminating the gloom with bright, warm light. The rebels, caught in the crossfire, fought bravely. Callista and the others engaged the witch's minions, who had appeared from the mist to join their mistress. 
The sound of steel clashing with ice echoed through the air, punctuated by the hiss and crackle of Finn's fiery assaults. Finn's control over his phoenix powers was tested to its limits. He had to be precise, careful not to harm his allies while fending off the witch's relentless attacks. The witch, growing frustrated with Finn's resistance, intensified her assault. She conjured a massive wave of ice, hoping to overwhelm him. Finn, drawing deep from the well of his power, unleashed a torrent of fire, a brilliant scorching inferno that met the wave head-on. The collision of fire and ice was cataclysmic. Steam billowed around them, and for a moment the world was nothing but light and noise. When the steam cleared, the Frost Witch was gone. Having retreated into the mist, her attack thwarted, but her resolve unbroken. The rebels, though victorious, were left shaken. The witch's direct assault was a clear indication of the threat they posed to her reign. Finn, his clothes singed and his face streaked with soot, realized the true extent of his powers and the responsibility that came with them. He had protected his friends and stood toe-to-toe -to -toe with the Frost Witch herself. After their harrowing encounter with the Frost Witch, Finn and the rebel group continued their arduous journey, guided by the cryptic map etched in the frozen caves. Their destination was a secluded valley, hidden among the towering peaks of the kingdom's most treacherous mountain range. It was here, according to the ancient scroll, that the Sunstone was guarded. As they approached the valley, the landscape changed dramatically. The perpetual snow and ice gave way to a barren land of rock and ash, a stark contrast to the rest of the kingdom. The air was heavy with a sulfurous scent, and the ground beneath their feet felt unnaturally warm. In the heart of the valley, surrounded by a circle of scorched earth, stood a colossal statue. It was a formidable guardian, carved from volcanic stone with intricate runes etched across its surface. The statue depicted a warrior, its features both majestic and fearsome, with a sword raised in silent challenge. But most striking was the aura of fire that seemed to emanate from the statue, giving it an appearance of smouldering life. Finn stepped forward, sensing the power of the sunstone nearby. As he approached the statue, a deep rumbling shook the ground, and the Guardian stirred to life. Flames burst forth from its eyes and mouth, casting a hellish glow across the valley. The air around it shimmered with heat, and the runes on its body glowed with a fiery intensity. The Guardian moved with surprising speed for its size, swinging its stone sword in a wide arc. Finn dodged, feeling the heat of the blade as it passed mere inches from him. He realized that this battle would be unlike any he had faced before. The Guardian was not just a creature of stone. It was imbued with elemental fire, perhaps as a countermeasure against his phoenix powers. Finn engaged the Guardian, relying on the skills he had honed with the Fire Mage. He moved swiftly, avoiding the Guardian's powerful strikes while looking for an opening to counterattack. He unleashed bursts of flame, but they seemed to have little effect on the creature's fiery nature. Remembering the Fire Mage's teachings, Finn shifted his strategy. Instead of direct assaults, he began to use his fire to manipulate the environment. He heated the air around the Guardian, creating updrafts to throw off its balance. He superheated the ground, causing it to crack and shift under the Guardian's weight. The Guardian, though formidable, struggled against these tactics. It became slower, its movements hampered by the unstable ground and the swirling hot air. Finn saw his opportunity. He gathered all his strength and unleashed a powerful burst of flame not directly at the Guardian, but at the sword it wielded. The flame engulfed the sword, heating the stone to its breaking point. With a loud crack, the sword shattered, breaking the Guardian's main offensive power. Finn pressed his advantage, focusing his fire on the runes etched into the Guardian's body. One by one, the runes glowed brighter, and then exploded, weakening the Guardian further. In a final, intense confrontation, Finn summoned all his phoenix fire, channeling it into a concentrated beam. The beam struck the Guardian's chest, 
right where the heart would be. There was a moment of resistance and then the Guardian's body began to crumble, the flames within it extinguishing. As the last remnants of the Guardian fell to the ground, the path to the Sunstone was revealed. Behind where the Guardian had stood, a pedestal rose from the earth, cradling the Sunstone. It was a crystal of radiant light, pulsing with warmth and energy. Finn approached the Sunstone, feeling its power resonate with the fire within him. He knew that this was the key to ending the Eternal Winter. With the Guardian defeated and the Sunstone in their possession, the rebels were one step closer to freeing their kingdom from the Frost Witch's icy grasp. The journey had been long and fraught with danger, but they had overcome each obstacle with courage and determination. Now, with the Sunstone in hand, they faced the final challenge, confronting the Frost Witch and bringing back the warmth and light to their land. In the aftermath of the battle with the Sunstone's guardian, Finn and his companions stood before the glowing crystal, its warmth a stark contrast to the cold they had endured for so long. As they prepared to claim the Sunstone, a sudden chill filled the air, the temperature dropping rapidly. The sky, previously clear, clouded over, casting a gloomy shadow over the valley. From the swirling mist, a figure emerged. It was the Frost Witch, but she was different from their last encounter. Her once regal posture was now stooped, her shimmering robes of ice dulled and tattered. There was a palpable weakness about her, a stark contrast to the formidable sorceress they had faced before. Finn and the rebels readied themselves for another battle, but the witch made no move to attack. Instead, she spoke, her voice a weary whisper carried on the cold wind. She revealed her story, a tale that painted a tragic picture far removed from the malevolent figure they had known. The Frost Witch had once been a guardian of the realm, a protector of the balance between the seasons. She had been revered and loved, a benevolent figure who ensured the fruitful passing of years. However, her life was turned upside down by a series of betrayals and losses that she could not prevent or foresee. Her fellow guardians, once her closest allies and friends, had turned against her, driven by greed and a thirst for power. They sought to control the seasons for their own benefit, disrupting the natural order. The witch fought against them, but in the ensuing struggle, she lost everything she held dear. Her heart grew cold with grief and anger, her powers over ice and snow intensifying as her bitterness consumed her. She retreated to her fortress, vowing to never again feel the pain of loss. In her isolation, her grief twisted into resentment and hatred for the world that had wronged her. The eternal winter was her doing, a manifestation of her sorrow and rage. She had intended it as a barrier, a way to keep the world at bay and to nurse her wounds in solitude. But as the years passed, her heart became like ice, unfeeling and unyielding. Finn listened to her story, a mix of emotions swirling within him. He felt a pang of sympathy for the witch, understanding the pain that lay at the root of her actions. However, he also knew the suffering she had inflicted upon the kingdom, the countless lives affected by her eternal winter. The Frost Witch, seeing the conflict in Finn's eyes, implored him to understand her plight. But Finn, while empathetic to her past, remained resolute in his mission. He knew that the cycle of pain and revenge had to end, and the eternal winter had to be broken. With a heavy heart, Finn stepped forward to claim the Sunstone. The witch made no move to stop him, her eyes reflecting a deep sorrow and resignation. As he touched the stone, its warmth surged through him, a stark reminder of the task ahead. With the Sunstone in their possession, Finn and the rebel group made their way to the site where the final confrontation with the Frost Witch was to take place. A vast, frozen lake located at the kingdom's edge. The lake, once a lively spot teeming with fish and surrounded by lush greenery, now lay still and lifeless, its surface a mirror of ice reflecting the grey, cloud-covered sky. As they approached the lake, the air grew tenser, 
charged with the impending conflict. The rebels, a diverse band of warriors united under a single cause, readied their weapons, their breaths visible in the cold air. Finn, holding the sunstone, felt its warmth pulsing in sync with his heartbeat, a stark contrast to the icy chill that surrounded them. The Frost Witch, aware of their approach, was already there, waiting. She stood in the middle of the frozen lake, her presence emanating a cold so intense it seemed to slow the very air around her. Behind her, a horde of ice monsters emerged from the mist, their forms grotesque and terrifying, made of the same unrelenting ice that had gripped the kingdom for so long. The battle began with a roar that echoed across the lake. The rebels charged forward, engaging the ice monsters in a fierce melee. The sound of steel clashing against ice filled the air, interspersed with the shouts and cries of combatants on both sides. Callista and the other rebels fought valiantly, their blades and arrows finding their marks against their cold foes. Finn focused on the Frost Witch, his eyes fixed on her as he navigated the chaotic battlefield. He felt the power of the Phoenix within him, burning with a desire to end the eternal winter. As he neared the Witch, she unleashed her magic, sending shards of ice hurtling towards him. With deft movements, Finn summoned flames to intercept the icy projectiles, melting them into steam before they could reach him. He advanced, countering the witch's spells with bursts of fire, each step bringing him closer to her. The witch, seeing Finn's determination, intensified her attacks. She conjured a blizzard, the howling wind whipping up snow and ice, reducing visibility to almost nothing. Finn, undeterred, closed his eyes and focused on the warmth of the sunstone. He used its power to create a sphere of heat around him, dispelling the cold and clearing a path through the blizzard. As Finn and the witch finally came face to face, the battle around them reached its zenith. The rebels, fighting tooth and nail, began to turn the tide against the ice monsters. Finn, now within striking distance of the witch, confronted her, his flames a stark contrast to her icy aura. Their battle was a spectacle of fire and ice. Finn unleashed his phoenix fire in controlled, powerful bursts, each attack a test of the witch's defences. The witch countered with her own formidable magic, creating barriers of ice and counter-attacking with spears of frost. Finn, drawing upon everything he had learned, maneuvered around the witch's defences. He used his fire not just as a weapon, but as a shield, protecting himself and his allies from her icy wrath. The air around them crackled with the energy of their clashing powers. In a final, desperate move, the witch summoned the essence of her magic, attempting to encase Finn in a tomb of ice. Finn, with a roar that echoed his fiery spirit, unleashed the full might of his phoenix power. A torrent of flame erupted from him, engulfing the witch's spell and melting through her defences. The clash of fire and ice was blinding, and for a moment the outcome hung in the balance. But Finn's determination, fueled by the desire to end the suffering of his kingdom, proved stronger. The witch's spell shattered, her defences broken. As the light from their battle faded, the rebels emerged victorious. The ice monsters, without the witch's magic to sustain them, melted away into the lake. The frozen lake, the site of their final battle, began to thaw, the ice cracking and giving way to the water beneath. The climax of the great battle on the frozen lake marked not just the end of the Frost Witch's reign, but also the dramatic fulfilment of Finn's destiny as the Phoenix reborn. Amidst the chaos of battle, as the rebels fought valiantly against the dwindling forces of ice monsters, a transformation began to take place within Finn. Standing in the midst of the thawing lake, Finn felt an overwhelming surge of power coursing through him. The Sunstone, now in close synergy with his own inner fire, amplified his phoenix abilities to an unprecedented level. The air around him shimmered with heat and flames enveloped his body, growing in intensity and brilliance. As the rebels and the witch looked on, Finn's human form began to dissolve into the flames. In its place, a magnificent phoenix emerged, 
its wings unfurling with a blaze of fiery plumage. The phoenix was majestic, a creature of pure fire and light, its cries echoing like a song of triumph and renewal. The transformation was awe-inspiring. The phoenix soared into the sky, its wings beating powerfully, sending waves of warmth across the kingdom. Wherever its shadow passed, the snow and ice melted away, revealing the greenery and life that had been hidden for so long. Rivers began to flow again, and flowers bloomed, heralding the return of spring after the long, harsh winter. The kingdom rejoiced at this wondrous sight. People emerged from their homes, faces turned towards the warmth of the sun, now unobscured by the Frost Witch's magic. Laughter and cries of joy filled the air as the kingdom awakened to a new beginning. However, amidst the celebration, a poignant realization dawned upon Finn. As he soared in his phoenix form, he discovered that he could not revert back to his human self. The transformation, while bringing an end to the eternal winter, had bound him to the form of the phoenix permanently. Finn, now the phoenix, looked down upon the world he had saved. He saw the smiling faces of the people, the blooming flowers and the flowing rivers. Yet there was a bittersweet tinge to this victory. He realized that his human life, with all its joys and sorrows, was behind him. He could no longer return to the forge, to the feel of the hammer in his hand, or to the companionship of the rebels with whom he had shared so much. The phoenix, once a symbol of hope and a harbinger of change, now soared alone in the sky. Finn's sacrifice was the price of the kingdom's salvation. His human desires, dreams and attachments had been consumed by the fire of his destiny. As he circled above the rejoicing kingdom, Finn felt a mixture of emotions. There was pride in what he had accomplished and joy at seeing the land free from the grip of eternal winter. But there was also a sense of loss, a longing for the human connections he once held dear. The kingdom would remember him as a hero, the phoenix who brought back the warmth of spring. Songs would be sung of his bravery, and tales of his sacrifice would be passed down through generations. And high above, the phoenix that was once Finn would continue to watch over the land, a guardian of a different kind, forever a part of the world he had saved, but apart from the life he had once known.